Welcome to the Pensacola People's Podcast. Okay, so um, here. Uh, number one, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, my name is you know, Fred Robbins. I'm uh, born and raised here in Pensacola, Florida. Um, started playing, you know, sports at a, uh, you know, young age. And, uh, you know, both my parents were teachers. Uh, uh, you know, I come from an educated, you know, family uh, where everybody, you know, my, my grandmother, aunts, uncles, they're all school teachers. So education is always important to me. So education came first and sports came after that. Uh, but, uh, you know, after high school, I went on to uh, Wake Forest University in North Carolina. Uh, I was there for five years and uh, graduated uh, with a degree in sociology and uh, played 12 years in the NFL. And then when I retired, I, I moved back home here to Pensacola and, uh, you know, just uh, to give back to my community and, and continue uh, educating myself on different things. Um, Why did you get your degree in sociology? <clears throat> uh, 2009, uh, after I got drafted, you know, I played my career. Uh, and then when I was playing ball in New York, I uh, went back to school to Wake Forest just to, uh, you know, further my education and uh, got my degree and uh, then I enrolled again uh, in, in uh, the NFL's master's program. So right now I'm in school right now at, at Fordham University in uh, New York uh, doing an online uh, program to receive my master's. Is it true that you're named after Fred Douglas, Frederick Douglass? If so, does that add any, does that add any pressure? Uh, to, and make you strive to be better. Uh, no, I, actually, I, I wasn't named after Frederick Douglass. Um, I, I was named after my dad. I, I'm a second, a junior, um, and so I was named after my dad. But uh, through the years, I want to say maybe like four or five years ago, I just did you know uh, uh, you know some research in my family history. Uh, you know, just kind of you know uh, just want to learn more about you know you know my history, my mom and my dad's side. But actually. Uh, my dad had uh, two of his, uh, you know, great grandfather. Uh, they were both twins, and one was named Frederick, and one was named Douglas. And throughout the the course of that, anytime someone had, you know, boys, they ended named them, you know, Frederick Douglas. Uh, and so that's who I was really actually named after. You know, I got my first and middle name from, you know, my great 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 grandfather's, you know, and and his brother. Uh, but that's how I got my name, Frederick Douglas Robbins. Huh. Uh, what was it like growing up in Pensacola? Also, uh, if you had any, what were some problems that you remember that occurred in your like early career getting into the NFL? Okay, uh, Pensacola was great for me. You know, I um, I grew up. Uh, uh, my dad's family is from Pensacola, and my dad had a big family, and we all stayed pretty much in the uh, in the same neighborhood. So I had you know um, you know my uncles and my aunts. You know, we all lived you know, uh, pretty much on the same block or right down the street and even my grandparents. So I was always around, uh, you know, my family, you know, at, at some point. And I have, you know, a few cousins, we were all around the same age. And so we were always in school and class together, but also I just had a chance to uh, have that family background and also friends in the neighborhood too as well. But I had a great, you know, upbringing, um, you know, uh, you know I, I enjoyed, you know, uh, having fun, you know, just being a kid. But also, uh, you know, uh, you know, through sports, sports is what helped, you know, groom me and, you know, to, to, to instill that discipline, you know, and just uh, teamwork. Um, but I had a great experience growing up in Pensacola, always involved in the church, 
Uh, my grandfather and uh, uh, my grandfather was a deacon, uh, and my grandmother was deaconess. So uh, you know, weekends are always full. You no know, sports in church, but I had a great upbringing. Uh, and the following problems early in my career, uh, I would say first problem when I got to college. You know, I pretty much you know played a lot of sports growing up. You know, baseball and football. I, I was pretty much starting at everything. But the first problem kind of came in college when I was redshirted, and which means you don't play. You you do everything, but don't play. And I was just so used to being a good athlete, the star athlete growing up, that now you're telling me I can't play. And but uh, I, I began to focus on you know my education and just you know uh, other things in life. You know, just enjoying you know the college atmosphere, but also just knowing like what my purpose was. You know, uh, it wasn't just sports at that, at that time. And that was a time for me to really, you know, strive in to say, okay, what is it that I really want to do? Because now sports wasn't the most important thing at that point. Well, that's really interesting. Uh, what was it like walking on the field for the first time? Like, did you win your game, like first game that you played? Oh, uh, yeah, we did, man. Actually, uh, you know, walking on the field the first time is like, you know, uh, I, I watched football growing up, you know, uh, all the time. And you see on games where they got, you know, 80,000, 100,000 people in the stands and cheering. And, uh, you know, uh, so there's always a moment I always want to feel. Uh, but the first time actually walking out, you know, to NFL Stadium, uh, you know, I got goosebumps. I got the chills. I got a, a big rush. And especially for me, it's the first time I saw someone have my jersey on uh, with my name on it. I think uh, – that, that first time seeing that walking on the field for the first time, just seeing fans scream your name who I don't who I didn't even know, uh, but they they wearing your jersey, cheering you on, and actually winning the game, which we did win. And after that, you just seeing fans, man, just lined up, you know, just you know your autographs and stuff. And and so that was real inspiring. Uh, I, I was humbled because you just really don't know, you know, uh, you know what you do, at, at, you know, in life, how it affects people in, in a positive way. So. Uh, and, and that's the, you know, the road, the high road I always took, you know, throughout my professional career is I always made time for the fans after games to sign autographs or take pictures. Um, do you remember what team it was? And do you remember like the score or? Uh... No, nah, I, I don't. <laughs> I just remember, you know, because uh, uh, I wasn't, I was, I was a backup then uh, the first game. Um, but what happened, we had a, a veteran guy who played in front of me. He had got hurt. Uh, he had got hurt the week of practice. And so that allowed me to start, and I just never looked back. And from that point, I was just, you know, nervous. I was young. I was a, I was, I was a young rookie. You know, uh, I didn't know what to expect. But just sometimes you just, you know, you got to trust how you prepare, like how you guys prepare at school every day. You prepare for a test. Uh, you know uh, if, if you're ready, not deep down inside. But I was always a student of the game. I did extra studying. So uh, I just remember the win and just the feeling afterwards and uh, just all, you know, the celebration and congratulating. But, you know, it, you know, NFL season, long season. So, you know, we had one game. We still have plenty more to go. Um, who was the toughest person that you played against? Or uh, was there anybody that you were scared to play against or just didn't like to? Uh, because of a certain reason? Uh, probably the toughest person was Larry Allen. Uh, uh, he, he, he was, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, he, he played with the Cowboys. He was uh, at one point the NFL's strongest man. Uh, and he was just uh, a, a big guy, athletic. 
uh, but just, you know, a, a, a never quit attitude type of guy. But it was always, you know, he was probably the toughest guy, you know, ever played against. I, I never ever really played against anyone like him. Uh, but, you know, he was he was a student of the game. And I was a young, I was a rookie then. I was young. Uh, but, he, you know, he was an old veteran guy. Uh, but he was crafty, you know, and so he knew all the tricks of the trades. And so uh, uh, he always gave me a hard time early on in my career. Uh, but we did play again, you know, later on in my career, and I kind of got the best of him. Um, but, you know, it's always a learning thing. You always got to learn new people um, and, 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 and new strategies. And every year guys get bigger, stronger, and faster, so you got to be prepared for that. And as far as I, I never – I was never really scared. Uh you know, scared to play against anybody. I mean, football is one of the sports that uh, you can't be scared. And you know, once you're scared, then that's when other things happen, injuries. Uh, or if you're not prepared, you can get someone else hurt. Uh, but it's almost like preparation. You know, uh, we spend a lot of time in football studying. You know, uh, you, you know, we, we'd be there pretty much from 6 in the morning to, you know, the 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the evening. That's, that's pretty much every day for us in football. But, you know, a couple of hours of that is on the field. But the rest of the time, you know, you're in the classroom, you're studying, you're watching film. Uh, like you guys in school, I mean, you, you pretty much know if you got a test tomorrow, you pretty much know the outcome of that test based on if you guys studied enough for it. You know, and so, but with the NFL, you got to study every day. It's not, look, I only study, you know, the day or two days before the game. You constantly got to study year-round, even when you're not playing. Uh, you know, guys, you know, that, that's coming in the league that you, you haven't played against before, you, you got to get an edge on them. So it's always a, a preparation standpoint. Uh, who is your role model? You know, my role model growing up was my father. You know, um, uh, he, he, he played athletics, he played basketball at, uh, at Florida A&M University. Uh, and so he was kind of someone who taught me at an early age, to, you know, what, sports is out, uh, you know, uh, the preparation. Uh, but he was always, you know, a, a dad to me first. Uh, but he always wanted to, you know, enjoy watching me play. And I had a few coaches along the way uh, at an early age who uh, um, was, was always good role models for me, you know, and just uh, give me the other sense of belief and, and, and faith and, and knowing I can do it, but just you know, just continue to work hard. I mean, hard is sports is it's hard because you got to continue to get better. And, and it's times where, you know, uh, it, it gets hard, but you really need someone there to motivate you. And my dad was always there to motivate me at home, but also outside of being at home, I, you know, uh, you know, he allowed, you know, some other coaches, man, to really be that father figure for me to, to me as well, to be able to motivate me while I'm at practice or at school. Uh, and just other players that, I grew up watching, you know, one of my favorite uh, guys I grew up watching was, uh, you know, John Randall. I used to watch John Randall when I was in high school and college. And I got drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in my rookie year. I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing right beside John Randall, somebody who, you know, I idolized growing up. And I think, you know, he became a good role model because he taught me a lot about the NFL and the lifestyle and, you know, what to do and what not to do. Um. So why did you choose football out of all sports? You know, actually growing up, baseball was the first thing I love. I started playing, you know, T-ball when I was five. Um, and I, I love baseball. Even to this day, it was my favorite sport. You know, um, you know, baseball is, is a skill sport, and I love the, the competitiveness of it, you know, being able to uh, 
and you know, I, I was a hitter. I, I love to hit. <laughs> um, but I didn't start playing football until I got to high school. I played two years of football in high school, but I hit a growth spurt, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I went to high school. I might've been like five, 10, five, 11. But when I graduated, I was like six, five, you know, and football just kind of, it just kind of grew on me, you know, um, you know, when, when you're one of the biggest guys in the school, everybody expects you to play football. It's kind of like one of the tallest guys in school. You, everybody expects to play basketball. And so, uh, but I love football growing up, but I, I want to play. But when I was a kid, you know, they went by, you know, how, how much you weigh. And so even though I was young, you know, seven, eight years old, because I was a big kid, that, that would have meant I had to play with, uh, you know, the juniors uh, and, you know, 13, 14 years at that time, they weren't doing that. So uh, baseball was what it was. But once I started playing football, I fell in love with it. And I started getting a lot of attention from colleges, you know, uh, my 11th grade year, the first year I played. And so it kind of grew on me, and, and 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 the more I played it, the more I you know enjoyed it. And so uh, I like the toughness, the mental aspect about it, and you know the team, the teamwork aspect, and uh, you know so it grew on me, and I became great at it. And 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 so it it took me to the new levels and new heights. Um, what was it like winning the Super Bowl? Oh man, that was uh that was awesome, you know, because you grow up, you know, uh, watching the Super Bowls and having the big parties, and my family used to do that every Super Bowl, and it's always, you know, your dream, uh, you know, to to play in the NFL, you know, that's one of the first things you want to do is just get to the Super Bowl, but not get there, but just to win it, and uh, you know, it was just a great feeling. I had the chance to have like my family and close friends out there to watch the game too as well. Uh, but it was just an awesome feeling, man. I think, you know, the year we won it, we were kind of like the underdogs. Nobody expected us to win. And so when we actually won the game, you know, it just that, – that even made it more special because no one gave us a chance. No one gave us a shot. Uh, but, you know, we were a great team. We worked well together. And, you know, we just realized we couldn't make any mistakes, but we had to prepare for it, and which what we did. But it was a, it was a great feeling. You know, uh, it's kind of surreal because – it took me a while for it really to sink in. I think once uh, we got back to New York and we had the parades and everybody, you know, cheering and screaming and yelling. And once we got our Super Bowl rings, I think that's really when it really set in that you know, we were Super Bowl champions. Um, so, uh, hold on. Sorry, I had a question. Uh, mm -hmm. It's fine. Uh, you uh, what do you miss most about your time in the NFL? Oh, I think, you know, just being around, you know, uh, you know, my teammates, you know, uh, you know, uh, you spend so much time with guys, you know, uh, on a day in, day out basis every day, every day, pretty much throughout the year. I mean, you're with these guys, you know, eight, 10 hours a day, and sometimes you're with them more than, than you're with your own family. And you build uh, a sense of camaraderie and a great brotherhood and great friendship. And, you know, in the NFL, man, one day, you know, anything can happen. Injuries can happen. You know, uh, guys can get traded or get cut and or someone else, you know, comes in and, and, and they're a better athlete. So I just miss the camaraderie being around the guys because uh, I've been doing it, you know, since I've been playing football. That's what my life has been like on a set schedule every day. And so uh, we still keep up in touch all the time. We, Me and my buddies, we are we on a group text and we chat pretty much every day. Uh, we vacation, take trips together, just the guys, or we get the families together too as well. 
but I think that's the main thing I miss the most is just being around those guys and being in the locker room, you know, just having fun, telling jokes, you know, having pranks on each other, you know, just building that, that sense of camaraderie and brotherhood. Um, was there, like, who was your favorite uh, player to play with on your team? Uh, was there Ooh. someone who was just a really good guy? Or? Man, you, 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 it's, it, Pretty much everybody's pretty, you know, you know, you know, you know, pretty good guys, man. Of course, you're gonna have your your closest, close knit friends. I've had a chance to play with guys, uh, teammates that I went to college with that happen to be on the same team, uh, or you know, pretty much guys kind of gather based on you know, you know, where you're from. When I when I was in Minnesota, uh, you know, some of my closest friends were guys that, you know, they were from Florida. They played ball, you know, either uh, one of my buddies guys drafted with me. Uh, he played ball at the University of Miami. And uh, so I kind of gravitated to guys kind of like from the same area. Uh, and we both played defensive line too as well. Uh, and so, but when I got to New York, New York is kind of like a melting pot. So you get people like from all over. Uh, but when I got to New York, I really learned like the, the importance of networking and kind of getting out of my comfort zone. You know, it's just, you know, kind of like how you guys right at CLA, you know, do majority of friends at CLA or do you still have friends at other schools? And so the NFL, that's how it has to be. And it took me a while to kind of learn that, to kind of like network uh, and, and, and kind of meet, you know, people and meet guys, other, you know, players and just other people from all different areas and kind of help me get out of my comfort zone. And so um, I think that was the key to that. Um, why did you choose to uh, like settle down in Pensacola? Um, also, since it's your hometown, do people recognize you at all? Yeah, you know, it, it was always – I always wanted to come back to Pensacola. I always just wanted to, you know, to help and give back. Uh, and I, like I said, I was very family-oriented. All my family was from here. My wife, her family was from Minnesota, but we weren't going to do the cold weather. And she loved the beach and the weather down here. So uh, we ended up just selling back here in Pensacola, which is, you know, has, has been great. It turned out great. Uh, and what was, what was the second part? Oh, the, going out in public. You know, so I was, you know, as a – professional athlete I was always humble I was never uh you know I was never shy about meeting people or, or, or going through the store or just hanging out uh you know I, I I embrace that I think that's a part of being a professional athlete not what you do on the field but what you do off the field as well and and so I, you know it's, it's I enjoy it. I mean people do recognize me you know just you know being from here uh, and I got a lot of friends uh, that I grew up with that's still around here in Pensacola. And we get out, you know, uh, you know, quite often, man, when we can. Uh, but I embrace it all. I think that's just the important part of, you know, being an athlete, being a professional athlete is that, you know, that comes with the territory, that comes with the game. You can't be a professional athlete and just kind of dismiss, you know, from being out in public. You know, to me, that, that's what makes an athlete even more special. And also, you just never know how, how you're going to touch someone in a certain way. And I always want to give back. I always want to be approachable. Uh, people can talk to me about anything. And so that's, you know, what I embody. And that's what I contribute, you know, to my success is just being a people person. Um, what is um, Mr. Robin's Neighborhood and why did you start it? Uh, Mr. Robin's Neighborhood is a, is a nonprofit organization. Uh, I mean, my wife started, we started really when I was playing ball in New York. Uh, a lot of guys have foundations and nonprofits, but um, on my off day, Tuesday is the only off day in the NFL. 
Uh, but what I used to do, I used to go speak to elementary, uh, middle school and high school kids on Tuesdays. I spent a, an hour or two with each one. And then I just reward kids. I start building a bond with them and just reward them, invite them to a practice, or invite them and their parents to a game. Uh, and But you realize when you start building relationships with these kids, they all come from different backgrounds and they all have different things they're dealing with in their life. Uh, you know, personally at school or just, you know, peer pressure. And I kind of wanted to, you know, give back. And so uh, when I moved back to Pensacola, and my wife was the same way. She's a very loving person. So we just had look, how can we give back? What can we do to start a program to kind of help kids, uh, um, you know, um, have all the tools they need to succeed in life? You know, not just sports-wise, but, you know, education, uh, you know, a mentor program and kind of just, we, we just give them the tools they need that I wish I would have had growing up. It would have made me, my transition, you know, even smoother because times have changed now uh, with sports, education, the, the age of social media, and, it, you know, which, which brings on a lot of positive and negative energy. So we just want to have a program that uh, kids can, you know, uh, you know um, come to outside of, you know, their home and just, you know, you have a resource to kind of learn how to network and learn how to, you know, be around different other, you know, you know, kids and families with different, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, what's your favorite part about, uh, like working? I mean, obviously you started it, but, uh, kind of working as the organization, like in meeting with all the children, what's your favorite part about that? I mean, just meet new people. I mean, I mean, I think that's something that through the years I've just got better. Like I said, when I was when I was in high school and college, I was pretty much like in a shell. Like I would just, I was strictly so focused on sports, you know, education that I really didn't realize until I really got to college, like how, how big, you know, the, uh, the social aspect of life, like how much you need to get away from sports sometimes or, uh, uh, uh when school is out, you know, just having that fun, you know, building that camaraderie, just having that, you know, uh, that, that place was in, you know, your escape place. And so, uh, through the years, I learned that, and I know how hard it is as as, as a young kid, or whether you're in elementary, middle, or high school. And I know some people uh, are not comfortable speaking and talking, and so that's basically what it is. We just get, you know, uh, you know, people. It's easy to talk when you're with your friends. I mean, it's somebody you with day in and day out. But you know, uh, how can you have a conversation with someone that you you barely know? And so that's what you know. Uh, what I enjoy the the best part about it is just seeing the growth. Uh, of the kids I work with because I see a part of myself in each kid I work with because I used to be I used to be that kid and so now through the years I've seen them grow I've seen them develop into even you know mature young young adults and I think that's that's my pleasure getting out of it. Um, what advice would you give to CLA students? Oh man um I would say just, you know, uh, you know, keep preparing, you know, education is first. Uh, you don't realize, I mean, it's like old cliche, you know, what you're doing now is really going to help you later on down in life in the road. Uh, but just building relationships, you know, uh, you just never know, you know, who in your classroom now, who you might be working with or working for or, or partners in something later on in life. You never know uh, who you inspire. I mean, you guys at CLA, you might it might be some young kids in, you know, kindergarten or first grade that, that that see you every day and say, look, man, I can't wait to be 
like you two guys, man, when I get that age. So you just never know, you know, who you inspire. And remember this is, is people are always watching you, right? People are always watching, you know, everything you do. So just, and just set a good example, just set a good example, you know, for, for the younger generation, you know, people coming after you and also just keep striving to be the best uh, person you can be. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? Or what do you want to be remembered for? Um, man, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I want people to think, you know, when they mention my name, not, it's, it's nothing just all sports related. I, I do so much. I work so hard at different things on a daily basis that I don't want, you know, sports to kind of overshadow, like, the most important part of, of life, which is, you know, people you know, bringing people together, you know, just helping, you know, uh, giving back, giving back to the community. And sometimes it gets overshadowed by, you know, the the, the football accomplishments, uh, you know, but I just want the legacy to be, you know, uh, you know, how I gave back, how I helped people. Not, and not also just the sports side, but, you know, how many lives have I changed? I think that's the main thing. I want to be able to, you know, change lives. Um, well, that's all the questions we had prepared for you. So uh, thank you for meeting us and we had uh, letting us time. interview you. Um, so yeah. thank you guys, man. I really appreciate it, man. I look forward to uh, seeing and seeing you guys at school to meet you guys, man. Right, thank too. you. Thanks for tuning into the Pensacola People's Podcast, produced by the seventh grade class at Creative Learning Academy in Pensacola, Florida. Make sure to check in next week for more podcasts.